with Shalong Time for Daily Market Wrap this Monday, August 14, 2023. Trouble in China's property market deepened the Asian stock route, now headed for its lowest close since June. Investors bracing for a deluge of data out of the world's number two economy due on Tuesday, expected to show further cooling in the economy. Philippine shares not spared from the pressure. The PSE index now on a three-week losing streak lost another 1.2% on Monday ahead of the Banco Central's policy meeting on Thursday. That's expected to show a third prudent pause. ICCP's Manio Campo sees the index possibly falling back to the 6200 level, a level last seen in November 2022. We don't see BSP doing anything, so they will be pausing. Um, they will most likely, you know, any movements, they will probably take their cue from the uh, U.S. Uh, Fed. People are still in cash, uh, no, no need to rush into the market. But, uh, you know, uh, I'd, I'd uh, say take your picks. Uh, you know, th there are, you know, some, some counters have uh, really fallen off uh, and uh, remain to be fairly robust as far as uh, earnings performance uh, are concerned. Meanwhile, Unicapital Securities Carlos Tempodal also pointing to the peso's weakness. A lot of the uh, negative negativity in market sentiment uh, can be attributed to the uh, sustained uh, depreciation of peso against the dollar, which is uh, currently trading at 56.90, uh, the highest uh, since uh, November last year. Uh, moreover, the uh, disappointing uh, 2Q23 GDP growth of the Philippines has continued to cast a heavy pall on the uh, Philippine equity market. It's difficult to see any uh, potential catalyst that could really uh, prop up the uh, market uh, aside from the typical bargain hunting as the index approaches uh, support levels. I think uh, encouraging statements uh, from the BSP uh, regarding the pot potential timing of rate cuts uh, may improve uh, market sentiment. In corporate stories, Alliance Global Group posts a 19% increase in first-half profit to 14.2 billion pesos as revenues expanded by 20% thanks to sustained improvement in mobility and discretionary spending. CEO Kevin Tan says operational efficiencies are helping manage inflationary pressures. Breaking down the unit's performance, Megaworld saw a robust 34% improvement in bottom line, while Empedador saw rising selling and operating expenses weigh on margins, posting a 9% slide in earnings, while Golden Arches, which handles the local franchise of McDonald's in partnership with George Yang, also reported the same impact on margins, cutting growth to just 27% year-on-year. Meanwhile, Metro Pacific Investments posted an 8% growth in first-half net income to 10.2 billion pesos driven by the strong performance of its power generation business and higher water tariff for the water concession, especially during the summer months. Its toll roads business also benefiting from a combination of toll rate increases and traffic growth both in the Philippines and Indonesia. And ICTSI reports a modest 5% increase in the second quarter attributable net income to $159.2 million as revenue picked up by 11%. This brings first half net income to $314 million amid macroeconomic and geopolitical uncertainties. Enrique Rezon's port operator attributes the modest gains to higher operating income and interest income. For the first six months of the year, ICTSI handled 9% more volume at 6.3 million 20-foot equivalent units. Tempering demand was the expiration of concession contracts in Karachi, Pakistan, the cessation of cargo handling operations at Makassar Terminal Services in Indonesia, and Davao Integrated Port and Steve Doring Services Corporation in Davao. 
And newly appointed AC Motors Group head Jaime Alfonso Zubel de Ayala says the whole group is excited and committed to the country's electric vehicle ambitions. Zubel says they're ready to deploy resources and take advantage of synergies in its various companies to help in the EV transition. And the recent partnership with the world's biggest EV maker, BYD, is going to help make that happen. Within the next five to seven years, our forecasts show uh, that we expect about 10 to 20% of new vehicles sold to be battery electric vehicles. Um, that is a, a, a tremendous um, a development if you think of the scale of our, of our automotive business right now. And um, to us, uh, that's really exciting because um, there are going to be new innovations that solve uh, key pain points along this initial phase of adoption. We're really excited uh, about what we feel is uh, a relatively near-term transition uh, into this sector. Um, and so we are really excited about deploying resources in not only our industrials portfolio, uh, but other components of our portfolio that we think can provide long-term value to this developing ecosystem. Um, our capabilities that we've developed in energy management through AC Energy can provide electricity efficiently to these vehicles. We also believe that our real estate assets inside NCR and also nationwide provide a lot of strategic uh, components uh, to create a reliable charging network for our customers to engage with. And, and our capabilities as well in the digital space hopefully ensure a seamless experience for the customers throughout that. In other news, Filipino sports retail company Toby Sports is considering an initial public offering in three years' time, as well as onboarding partners or investors as it plans to expand to neighboring countries in Southeast Asia. Chairman Roberto Claudio says they aren't just looking to raise money, but to find a strategic partner who can help them grow. Toby Sports Group, which also operates Runner and Urban Athletics, has 75 branches. The company also has its own in-house brand, which it manufactures locally or in China. It also plans to go into other businesses such as sports management. And finally, former Finance Secretary Sunny Dominguez joins the GT Capital Board as an independent director. Prior to his stint as Finance Chief, Mr. Dominguez had also served as Secretary of Department of Agriculture and DENR under the late President Cody Aquino. In the private sector, he was also previously Chairman and President of Philippine Airlines, RCBC Capital Corporation, a director of Medalco, and president of BPI Agricultural Development Bank. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.